Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. Hope you're having an amazing day. I want to tell you about a love story that you're probably familiar with, but you never quite saw it as a love story. And that's the story of Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, as we know, were the first people that God created, but there's something interesting about why God created them and why their story is so remarkable. And that is the very fact that God created them to be the answer to humanity. He created them to be the answer to the world. And I know it's easy to look at it like, well, they were just the first man and woman, but the roles God gave them will tell you how much he values marriage, how much he values family. God didn't make Adam and Eve politicians. If he made them politicians, then that would mean that government would be what he wanted to be the answer to the world. He didn't make them into pastors. As important as the church is, he didn't make them pastors. And even if if you're someone that that studies God's word, you know that God puts your family before the church if you're a pastor, that one of the marks of a good pastor and one of the requirements of being a good pastor is being a good family man first or being a good family woman first, that your relationship with your family is intact first. So what God put in place to be the answer for society is the family. So God values family. He does, He values marriage. And quite frankly, all of society's answers, all of the problems in society are found in the family. If the families, let's just imagine for a minute that all the families in the world, all the marriages in the world got to be the way God intended. The husbands loved the wives. They cherished them. They took care of the family. The wives respected the husbands. They lived in harmony. And they raised children that had love at home, that had good morals and good values. And imagine the level of change that would happen in society. There, there would be The jails would be empty. People wouldn't have any reason to be on drugs. People wouldn't need to take sleeping pills and have all kinds of health problems or mental health. A lot of mental health is caused just by childhood trauma. Imagine if the families are rescued, if the families are saved, if the marriages are rescued, what an amazing impact it will have on society. So God loves marriage. He created marriage to make a difference in our society. So Genesis chapter 2, verse 24 to 25 says, And I'm reading from NIV. This is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. Adam and Eve were both naked, and they felt no shame. So this is the first clue as to how you can have this type of marriage, how you can be ready for marriage. This is the first thing you need to do. Notice that it says that the man left his father and his mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. So how can two become one? Now, they were both one and they became one. So the only way, now mathematically, the only way one and one equals one is if it's multiplied. So I always like to say that the only way you can join with someone else and you both become one at the end is if your life is in multiplication mode already. 
So two becomes one when you are whole. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. The thing that you must do before getting married is to become whole. You must develop yourself to be that person, that ideal person, the ideal person that you want to marry. You have to develop yourself to be that person. You have to be whole. You have to be spiritually and emotionally whole. People get married for all the for many wrong reasons. And I even have a podcast episode about that, about some of the wrong reasons that people get married, both men and women. But you have to be emotionally whole, you have to be spiritually whole, and you have to be financially whole. You don't want to ever be in a position where a man is taking care of you. Now, it happens to us ladies a lot. I hear ladies talking all the time, even young ladies, talking about how they want a man that's going to take care of them, a man that's going to do things for them. But I want you to know that there is respect a man gives you when you're taking care of yourself. And it changes the way they treat you. Now, there are men that will take care of you. There are men that will buy you things. They'll buy you homes. They'll buy you cars. They'll really spoil you. But those men, if if they meet you like that and they start treating you like that, the level of respect that you get is not the same. So the thing about marriage is we see the outside, but we don't actually see the inside. So on the outside, it may look like, wow, this woman's got it made. Her husband is doing this and that for her. But you don't see behind the closed doors. The level of respect you have before marriage determines the level of respect you have after marriage. And that is just the fact. So you need to be whole. You need to be not half full, but completely whole. You don't need to be a half of a person looking for your better half or looking for your other half. You should already be complete and whole within yourself. That's what it means that the two become one flesh because you're already complete. You're already full of joy. You should be full of peace before marriage is not that you're wanting to get married because you want the person to add to your life or you want them to, when I say add to your life, like, you know, make you have something that you don't already have. Maybe you're lonely. Maybe you're just tired of being alone. You're just tired. Not necessarily you're lonely, but you're tired of being alone. You may be looking for some peace. You may be looking for some excitement. You're bored. There's so many reasons that sometimes people don't realize that they're looking for a marriage because what happens is if you're looking for something specific from somebody else, what that means is that when you're looking to receive and when you are looking, going into a marriage, looking to receive, your expectations are wrong. And when you have wrong expectations, you are most likely going to be disappointed. You should not go to marriage looking to receive. You should go into marriage looking to give. So be very careful about your motives. Make sure that you are full of joy. And make sure you, and I mentioned this earlier, I'll mention it again, make sure you are financially okay. Make sure you are reaching your goals. You have what it takes to have a billion dollar company. You have what it takes to be the first female CEO of your company. You have a company that you work for. You have what it takes so that you should be focusing on crushing your goals. Not only Do they make you more attractive? You are happier with your life and you become a completely different person when you fulfill your goals. You should be so full that you can pour into other people. Do not enter marriage empty, hoping to get filled. A good thing about being full, when I say full, I mean happy, satisfied, at peace, in love with life, in love with yourself. When you're full like that, you don't take things that are 
not necessary. You only take the things that add to you because you're already so happy. You're already enjoying life. You're already so full. So you don't settle. You only take the things that add to you. So you only allow the people that add to you into your space when you're full. So I want to challenge you today. I want you to look at some areas. What areas can I become more whole in? I'm going to so look at the show notes, look at the show notes and see all the different areas I list. What areas can I become more whole in? What areas can I work on becoming more of one? more of the person God created me to be in before I get married. Because at the end of the day, God wants you to have a beautiful wedding, but most importantly, he wants you to have a beautiful marriage. It doesn't matter if a thousand people came to your wedding, if the marriage a week later, you wish you you could get out of it. You have to have a beautiful marriage. That's the important thing. And that's what's going to matter at the end of the day, right? And you can have it but you just got to be prepared. Have a great day. Talk soon. Bye-bye. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.